0: tried over and over again and what we are doing is not working and in fact our local resources have increased but it is not dealt with the problem based on the magnitude of what we're experiencing I run into people day in and day out in the tenderloin and they say London we would have never been allowed to get away with this stuff back in the day
1: (laughs) she's bragging about wrecking the city At San Francisco, lunatic left mayor, London Breed. You know, it's San Francisco, California, and they've they've gone mad. They've gone thoroughly and completely mad. You know why? Democrats, because Democrats are in charge of everything there. And uh, therefore, first of all, they've got a neighborhood they call the Tenderloin. That seems wrong all by itself, doesn't it? And uh, then you go there and uh, watch your step because you could slip on the the pyramids—they just call them pyramids. It's a euphemism, and uh, then you could fall onto a homeless person, and if you did, you know you might be punctured somewhere in your body by their HIV-infected hypodermic needle, which was issued to them by the Democrats because that's better. They're making it better. Just amazing stuff, and uh, and it went wild. It went crazy there because San Francisco. They uh, here's one of the <clears throat> one of the headlines from from KQED. That's another panhandler broadcasting uh, station, I believe, isn't it, out there in San Francisco? "Quote: Compassion is killing people" is the headline. Uh, that's the end quote. S.F. Mayor, San Francisco Mayor, London Breed, pushes for more arrests to tackle city's drug crisis. More arrests, you fascist pig! What is the? Uh, I think I'd be banned from Facebook for saying that she's a fascist pig, but. There it is. An attempt by San Francisco leaders to hold an outdoor question and answer session. The mayor and members of the city council, which they don't call city council, they call it the Board of Supervisors. So they don't have city council men and women. Maybe that's why they're now they just supervisors. That's genderless. I, I, I might have just cracked the code there in San Francisco with the thing. So they said that question and answer session, and then it turned violent and it turned into what the news media in San Francisco called a circus, which I think is redundant, isn't it? Honestly. So the question and answer session about the city's drug crisis, they now admit they have a drug crisis, was thwarted. This either attempt was thwarted Tuesday afternoon after protesters at the United Nations Plaza shouted over Mayor London Breed and Board of Supervisors President, Aaron Peskin. Aaron Peskin. He's a a Peskin. In in light of the mayor's statement, which I appreciate, we will recess this meeting to the Board of Supervisors Chamber, wherein the mayor will respond to the asked question. We will recess to the Board of Supervisors Chamber. You're all welcome to join us.
0: See what's going
1: on. Ah, the sounds of the city. You know, I uh not exactly like Steve McQueen's uh San Francisco in uh, Bullet, is it now it's uh and that had a nice high speed chase, but you know the city was otherwise nice. They had restaurants and jazz music and things and it was very nice. After retreating to City Hall, Breed and Peskin, who had requested the special off-site location for the full Board of Supervisors meeting to put a spotlight on problems in the area, continued to discuss with a retreated, uh, hey, run away, run away, and they ran inside. (laughs) They continued to discuss how the city is addressing ongoing problems with open-air drug dealing, and it's an open-air insane asylum. Who who was it that posted it? it was oh Grabian Grabian yesterday night before last on um, my Newsmax show at nine p.m. Eastern time where everyone should join in. On um, uh, we, we talked about New York City and I and I said well New York City is an open air insane asylum and uh, lefties got upset with that. <laughs> you know why? Because they're insane, I think, and uh, they and they prefer the insane asylum. They like. Uh, the New York City of taxi driver and death wish. See, I like the New York City of uh, made in Manhattan with Jennifer Lopez. Sure, I like Jennifer Lopez, but that's not the only reason. So after retreating inside, they continue to talk about the problems of the open air drug market uh, and uh, the dangerous street conditions. This is the Panhandler Broadcasting System writing this. Uh, all of which U.N. Plaza has come to symbolize. And then a, uh, a, a woman grabbed a brick, the plaza, U.N. Plaza is red brick. It's a red brick plaza, and apparently some of the bricks came loose. And a Democrat, police identifier only as a Democrat, appeared to be a biological woman, but hard to say for sure, grabbed a brick and hurled it uh, and uh, got some good distance on it and then was tackled And as I said, in a football-style tackle by a young man. And the cops came over. And it's unfortunate, but she was killed in the the screen. She wasn't really. I just made the killed part up. But uh,
2: here goes the brick.
1: The uh, KQED breed, London breed, touted many of the mental health services and programs. They have many mental health services and programs. The city has, under her leadership, and, and praised efforts to prioritize treatment over punitive approaches because they'll continue to get everything wrong forever until everyone's dead and we're living in a post-apocalyptic uh, nightmare like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. We're going to have children lashed to the grills of trucks barreling around the city, screaming at the top of their lungs. Uh, But she, the mayor, uh, also said accountability has been lacking, you think? Does that seem incongruous, perhaps? And suggested that the city's public health-based approaches have reached their limits of efficiency and efficacy in tackling the current crisis and London Breed at U.N. Plaza yesterday uh, in what the news media described as a circus.
0: Why should someone else's rights be put before their needs and their safety and what they deserve, too, in a place like San Francisco that claims to be so compassionate and liberal? What about them? So at the end of the day... The end of the... Some people are going to like it and some people aren't. And that's just what it is. Because I'm putting everything on the line to change... What we need to do. And so with that, Supervisor Peskin, I appreciate your letter. I appreciate this dialogue.
1: She appreciates this dialogue. Why is she screaming? I, uh, honestly, these, these people are nuts. Now, she's, uh, it sounds like she's turning into Rudy Giuliani over there. <laughs> um, just, uh, just out of her mind. She, uh, they're, they're all nuts. They're, and people elect them and, and vote for them. And then they vote for them again because things are going so badly that we, and why does she sound like she's from New York what is is she from New York kind of she was born in San Francisco she went to college in San Francisco but you know and then I'm gonna what a butter you know uh, really you're from Queens what uh, what's with the New York accent London Nicole breed um and they keep electing them all right so that's a little little uh, fun in San Francisco because San Francisco is a, an open-air mental institution, and and New York City and Washington, D.C. are open-air mental institutions. And, and the Democrat Party's uh, conclusion is we need more government mental health programs because, you know, New York City, a Marine, takes matters into his own hands because the lunatic is loose on the subway terrorizing the good and decent people. And she did make an actual point there, I think probably entirely by accident, And that is, what about the rights of everybody else in the city to live a normal life? This is why at the Chris Plant store on Al Gore's amazing internet, we have coffee mugs and t-shirts that say, remember normal. Remember normal. It's becoming more and more urgent. How long ago did we start? I, I, I coined the remember normal phrase years ago. And we've been selling this, and it's becoming more and more urgent that we all remember normal. I had a nice conversation with a guy. My best girl was out at a dinner with friends, and and I was on my own. And I ended up uh, sitting in a bar and, you know, getting a snack and uh, beer and talking to a guy I'd never met before. Turns out was like uh, uh, pro-Reagan, pro-Trump in Washington, D.C., quite unusual. And uh, we were talking about remember normal, and he was all about remember normal. I didn't reveal that I, you know, host a radio show and a television show and and all of that stuff. We just had a normal talk like normal people. And um, yeah, remember normal is something that ought to catch on. We also have great pint glasses, beer mug, you know, be, you know beer glasses, the pint glasses with, with all kinds of good stuff uh, on them too, like uh, resist we much, you know, because we love the Reverend Al Charlatan. We love him more than MSNBC itself. Right, but, because at
0: the end of the day, when you know what it feels like to grow up in chaos, you want nothing more than change.
1: Uh, hope and change. Remember, hope and change. Now it's uh, uh, syringes and change. It's uh, but it's panhandling. It's, uh, when they say hope and change, that's that's what the beggars on the street say. You know, the best thing to do for mentally ill people is not to cast them to the street to beg for change. That is not the best solution for mentally incapable people. Thank you. Uh, let's go to the uh, telephones because we've got, uh, uh, and, you know, we're also raising, uh, the, well, well, we'll get to that in, in a couple of moments. Uh, let's go to Catherine calling from Vancouver, Washington. Catherine, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
2: Chris, um, uh, I think you're wonderful. You make me laugh, and I love your uh, your show on Newsmax as well. Um, so I wanted to say, as a former, um, a recovering um, Californian, uh, San Francisco is the only city, I believe, in the country that there this there's 54 counties in the state of California, and San Francisco is the only city that is actually also its own county. Hmm. So therefore, that is why you have London Breed, who is the mayor of San Francisco, and there is the city council of San Francisco. But then there are also uh, the supervisors of the county of San Francisco. So I just wanted to say that. And my other thing is, what happened to Sam Bankman Freed? Hello. Call that a day. (laughs)
1: what happened well you know that when when the news is bad for democrats the news disappears have you noticed that
2: (laughs) yeah
1: yeah honestly uh you know, uh, what about all of the improprieties of the Biden family and the, the uh, Treasury Department uh, scuttling more than 150 suspicious activity reports from the Justice Department subpoenaed by the Congress, stonewalled by the, by, excuse me, by the Treasury Department. And, uh, and now we've got the Justice Department. I got an update on this today, but it's not in The Washington Post. Uh, the uh, the 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 IRS says, listen, we just take our marching orders from the Justice Department when it comes to laying off the entire team, um, you know, bumping the entire team that was looking into Biden family corruption. We and the and the guy, the uh, Commissioner IRS, actually says as much. He said we take our orders from the Justice Department, and that's not news either, Catherine. Um, okay. You know, I... you crack me up when you when when you do that
2: when you do the thing with the uh, the orders orders. You know, my dad fought in World War uh, uh, Two as well. He was in the army and um and he was he was in uh he was around uh, when they uh, freed Doc out because he lied about his age and so he will. I mean he got in when he was like seventeen eighteen. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? What happened to when like people would uh would uh they wanted to fight for their country <laughs> you know i mean what happened to patriotism i mean come on you know that was like uh freedom freedom and
1: um yeah the democrat know, I mean, party if, if the, we had, the democrat party used to fight for that now they fight for the right to gender affirming care for six-year-olds that's that's their goal now completely
2: and my dad my dad was a, uh, a a a democrat until the day he died even though he really was very very conservative and and very pro life and everything but you know he was he was a JFK democrat and i'll say this really quick uh what happened to the JFK democrats pro usa right. yeah pro uh low taxes right pro Anti-communism, anti-segregation. Well, now they want to do all the segregation, everything. Um, They want every, you know, have black yoga classes, have black this, have that. Graduation.
1: Yeah. Racially segregated graduations at Columbia University.
2: What happened to Reverend Martin Luther King? You know uh, the character over uh, you know the color of your skin. Yeah. You know. Well, he was he was, uh, shot, oh, in he was shot in the head. He
1: was shot. He was shot in the head and killed by a Democrat presidential campaign volunteer named James Earl Ray. Uh, and that's been written out of history too. He was a volunteer, James Earl Ray, for the presidential campaign of Democrat Governor George Wallace, racist segregationist. The real history of the Democrat Party which has been effectively erased, torn down like the statues of the Democrats that they've torn down in so many places. Catherine, you are great. You're my favorite. I want you to call back. You're, uh, you're great fun. Thank you, Catherine. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Things are not going very well for Bud Light either, you know. Tranheiser Bush. You think, can you buy beer at Targay? Some Targays you can buy beer. They should probably uh, strike a deal with Bud Light. (laughs) You've seen the pictures making the rounds here. Uh, Every day, low price, you get a 12-pack of cans of Bud Light for $1.78. $1.78. For a 12-pack, was that like seven cents a beer? Uh, and still, it's uh, stacked up here in this uh, picture. Nobody's buying it because because the left has just poisoned everything. They make everything toxic because you know abortion and gay and trans and uh, and I was uh, sharing with you the other day. Where was it? Nebraska. At the state house, another insurrection by the left at the Nebraska state house. Their violent rebellion against. Uh, civil authority, and there, there was a coalition of the trans and, um, and abortion people, which makes no sense. There is uh, there's also news out there um, about Lizzo. You know Lizzo? Wasn't it just a couple of years ago the Democrats were shaming everyone, fat-shaming everyone, and talking about diets and uh, all that stuff? And they inflicted Twiggy on us uh, ages ago, and the, you know, bony, emaciated uh, fashion thing. And now they've, boy, the pendulum has swung all the way back in the other direction. But this woman Lizzo was out there, at a, I guess, a children's event in Nebraska, of all places, pushing transgenderism on the children. Don't let anyone... It's like, like there are laws that keep you from... They, they want to pass laws that make all the children change genders and never have a sex life. It's, it's part of exterminating the, the species, I think, from the, the planet Earth. These people are unwell, and it's perfectly mainstream stuff with them, too. Lizzo, You know, it's the, the new uh, model for uh, something. I'm not sure what.
0: Don't let anybody tell you who you are. Don't let any laws tell you who you're not, bitch. You are. I'm sorry it's a bitch. It's a bitch. <laughs> Don't, Don't let me. any laws tell you who you're not. You are who you are, okay? I see you. You are better to be here in every form. You These laws are not real you are what's real and you deserve to be protected.
1: See, laws are not real. Just ignore laws. laws are not real. Like the idiot governor of uh, North Carolina who's a Democrat, we want to get to that too. I, I hope that we can. Lizzo slams attack on trans health care. You mean for children and reproductive rights? You mean children <laughs> in powerful speech? These laws aren't real. You are real. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. She's a pop icon. Lizzo proved once again that she's a true queen and LGBTQ plus ally by blasting Nebraska's anti-trans and anti-choice. You mean pro-life and pro-child legislation. In a beautiful speech, Pink News writes. So, uh, you know, the, 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 the Democrat Party has lost what is left of its mind. And this is perfectly mainstream stuff. Completely crazy. At the Chai Health Center in Omaha, Nebraska, The about-damn-time hitmaker slammed Nebraska's LB-574 bill that effectively bans gender-affirming care for transgender youth, that is, leaving the children alone uh, and not engaging in genital mutilation, including physically reversible puberty blockers. Puberty blockers are not reversible. You stunt and demolish the process of puberty. We've played for you the medical doctor who is a transgender person, was born male, grew up male, uh, became a medical doctor, performed surgeries on people to change their genders. And the medical doctor has said when you give puberty blockers to boys when they're prepubescent and or pubescent, which is the whole point, that they will never grow up to be normal men, have a sex life, reproduce, or, you know, do this.
2: Every single child who was or adolescent who is truly blocked at Tanner stage two is has never experienced orgasm. I mean, it's it's really about zero.
1: Doctor Marcy Bowers is the transgender medical doctor that performs surgeries, saying you give puberty blockers and zero sex life after that for young males. You're turning them into eunuchs. And uh, the news media and pink news is not news media. It's a radical extremist uh, website, uh, but nevertheless, they all say the same thing. And uh, here it is, and it's a lie, including physically reversible puberty blockers. That's, that's a lie. That's not true. And Lizzo is uh, preaching this to a crowd of screaming children who couldn't be more excited. And the so-called Human Rights Campaign, a gay advocacy group that won all of their battles decades ago, and continue to march now toward lunacy. Don't let these laws tell you who you are not. The laws don't do that. You are valid. You deserve to be protected. Well, you do deserve to be protected, and that's exactly what these laws are designed to do, to protect children from creeps and predators and groomers and people that would destroy their lives. You know you know what the suicide and a suicide uh, uh, the attempted suicide rate is for people that identify as transgender. The attempted suicide rate is over 40 percent for people that identify as transgender. And, and then they'll yell at you and scream in your face. That's what you we're trying to fix. Now you're trying to make more of that. You know What you're trying to do will produce the opposite of the intended results or the allegedly intended results. but pay no attention to that. Speaking of uh, Democrats, I told you yesterday about the lunatic that crashed a U-Haul truck uh, into Lafayette Park, Lafayette Square, across from the White House into the uh, barricades there, the barriers that keep, you know, vehicles driven by lunatics. And I told you yesterday, the news media was very excited in there. And, uh, you know, there was a Nazi flag. The guy had a Nazi flag. His name is Sa'i Varshith Kandula. Sa'i Varshith Kandula uh, from Chesterfield, Missouri, crashed the rented U-Haul truck into the barricades in Lafayette Park. He flew into Dulles International Airport uh, in Virginia from St. Louis, and then he rented the U-Haul truck. He had a one-way ticket, a one-way ticket to paradise. And uh, Saeed Varshith Kandula, the uh, news media and the, the uh, authorities, the authorities have put out more information on on uh, Saeed uh, Varshith Kandula. And it turns out he loves Hitler. That's what uh, they, they say he told him, And uh, apparently the, the police, they, they laid the Nazi flag out on in the street because it's not really evidence that should be handled carefully at a possible terrorist attack at the White House. So we'll lay it out on the asphalt and see if the wind blows it away. And, you know, what if there were DNA evidence in there of, uh, you know, Charles Manson or, or whatever, uh, somebody's hair and the flag, and they, and they laid it out on the, on the asphalt? Nice evidence-handling technique there, guys. Remarkable stuff. So the police released a, uh, a statement, uh, the Park Police. They took him into custody, and they say that uh, when asked about the flag that he... Uh, that it, uh, oh, listen to this. They're lying in it. That he showed at the scene. He didn't show it at the scene. Is this... This is really... This is the Park Police report? When asked about the flag, he showed at the scene... I don't believe that's what happened. I believe the police found it in the back of the truck in a, uh, uh, it looked like maybe in a black backpack or a zip uh, uh, thing or something. Uh, but I don't believe that he shot. I believe that the police unfurled it and laid it out there. Isn't that right? Now, there's, some, there's a gap in the video, like the Richard Nixon tapes, you know, Rosemary Woods. When asked about the flag, he showed at the scene. Um, I'm going to have to fact check that. Because, I don't know, uh, that doesn't sound right to me. Kandula stated it was a swastika. Really? What, uh, what, are the police just catching up now? What, what is going on here? Kandula stated he purchased the flag online on Al Gore's amazing Internet because, quote, Nazis have a great history, end quote. He's 19 years old. He's from Missouri. His name is Kandula. Kandula was asked to elaborate on uh, what he favors about the Nazis to which he stated he admires their, now they have quotation marks, authoritarian nature, eugenics, and their one-world order. Well, that's the Democrat Party right there in a nutshell. The Democrat Party, the left, because they're the left, they're not liberals, they're the one-world order people. They are the eugenics people. They give out awards with... uh, the name of the founder of Planned Parenthood, right? And uh, Hillary Clinton got one. She was a eugenicist, right? Margaret Sanger, a leading eugenicist in America. And they are the people that are authoritarian in nature. So, and he said he liked Hitler because he was a strong leader. These are the quotation marks around the alleged quotes. Um, you know, he said if he looked up to any leaders, he said, Kandula, um, said Hitler because he's a strong leader. Okay, there they go. So there it is. So he's obviously a complete nutcase. Damage caused by the U-Haul to the metal barriers which are located at the intersection of H, like Henry Street Northwest and 16th Street, right in line with the White House there. Constitute property of the United States government. More than $1,000 damage. Well, that you know that's not really the most important thing, I think. As the you know, the Pentagon just located $3 billion they had misplaced. Actually, a Senate staffer located the $3 billion that the Pentagon had misplaced. Uh, but never mind that. So that's uh, we got that going for us. Man, oh, Manischewitz. Right, it is Mailbag Day. I mentioned that it's Mailbag Day. Wednesday is Mailbag Day. And you, our beloved listeners, send questions in, and I try to answer as many as I can. And let me uh, let me take a whack at some of these here. Chris Iverson writes... Are Dems helping Trump in the primary, e.g. the CNN town hall, because they think Trump is easier for Biden to beat? You know, uh, Chris, the answer to that is yes. The news media is propping President Trump up and putting him front and center and saying he's the Republican leader. He's leading you know, by miles in the polls, of course, so he really is. But yes, they believe that Trump will be easier to beat because they'll g- gang up on him and vilify him and demonize him, and they think they've got all this stuff to use against him. And the media thinks that he's easier to beat. The media is the the effective part of the Democratic Party, uh, and they're, they're, the organizations are front groups for the Democratic Party. So yes, ben, but let me say this, Chris. That's what they thought in 2016. <laughs> and it's still worth going to YouTube and watching election night videos of the Hillary Clinton people crying and and all that stuff. So, yeah, that that's what they think they're doing. They think that Trump is easier to beat. Yes, and they will promote President Trump because they think he's easier to beat. Also, look out for Hillary. She's lurking in the shadows. Abigail. Abigail uh, writes, um, are you interested more in the Elon and Ron, Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis announcement, or in President Trump's reaction? Or in President Trump's reaction? Um, and, uh, I, I've got to say the, this Elon Musk hitching his wagon to Ron DeSantis and making the announcement on Twitter and all of that is, um, is pretty interesting and pretty different. And we talked about it last night on our Newsmax show on my Newsmax show as well. Um, is that a, a limp launch? Is that a, a bad place to launch? Um, but uh, President Trump's reaction was uh, pretty interesting. He didn't go after Elon Musk. He took shots at Ron DeSantis, and uh, and you know in which he's been doing a lot of taking shots at Ron DeSantis. In fact, there are TV commercials all over the place on the air in Washington D.C. and in Florida. I know because a friend in Florida told me where um, uh, Trump ads attacking Ron DeSantis all over the place, and um, the um, the, uh, the ads are, are pretty interesting, pretty devastating, I've got to say. You know, Ron DeSantis launching his, his presidential bid, his, his announcement on, uh, on Twitter, and Elon Musk is in it up to his eyeballs. So he's obviously, and he's kind of made this clear in the past too, a Ron DeSantis guy, right? And uh, President Trump uh, took shots, as, as he is wont to do, at Ron DeSantis and, um, and not at Elon Musk. You know, uh, some people are calling it groundbreaking. It's all this and that, but but in reality, of course, it's an announcement on Twitter. Uh, and I think DeSantis is faltering a bit. I think he's he's waning and not, uh, you know, and not uh, uh, coming out strong. And uh, it's it's early yet. We're a year and a half away. You know, I hear people breathlessly reporting polls this morning on the presidential polls, and I'm like, you know, that is real interesting, but. Aren't we about a year and a half away from Election Day, and isn't that, uh, isn't that miles and miles from where we want to be? And the answer is yes. And I'm, I'm looking all over the place for the damn Trump um, response, and I, I can't find it anywhere because I don't have it in front of me. So I apologize for that. Now, um, Ken Garton. Do you think Michelle Obama will be running for president? I myself believe that's their plan. That is one of the plans that's being bandied about, you know, the suggestions is that that Michelle, now, I don't know why she'd want to be president. They've got the greatest life in the world. She never liked Washington. She didn't li- like living in the White House. She doesn't like America. And, you know, she could wreck it more uh, because they still got a lot more damage to do. Um, I, I, you know, if she decided that she wanted to step in and become the Republican nominee, that's the only way that they could... They could sideline Kamala Harris without uh, taking bad publicity. Um, But if Michelle Obama decided to run, I think the Democrats would go with her in a heartbeat. If Barack wanted to go along with it, I think they would be quite formidable uh, because the news media would just gush effusively forever and, um, you know, on and on. Holy cow, I'm really running over all the markers today, aren't I? Yes, I am. And I've got uh, – so, yeah, I think I think keep, you keep your eyes peeled for her. I've got another one. Tell us uh, more about the time you got to fly an F-16. I want to respond to that one, too, and we've got more from the mailbag coming up. But we've got uh, – you know, we've got obligations and duties here, don't we? It's official. Reports say that the banking collapse of 2023 is more devastating than the banking collapse of 2008 – and right now, a series of global financial dominoes are falling around us that may not be over yet. So don't wait for that email saying, sorry, your account has been frozen. We must take action now to protect what we've worked so hard to build over the years. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets and request your free wealth protection guide. Give them a call at 888, the number 4, GOLD20. That's 888 446 five three six zero. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or four hundred one K into precious metals all without tax consequences. Call American Alternative Assets at eight 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 the number four Gold Twenty to get your free gold and silver guide today. Once again, call 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal, tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, let me come back with uh, more mailbag. More mailbag. And I'll find that Trump response. Ah, yes. I'm going to have to figure out this mailbag thing and uh, leave more time, aren't I? As I keep not uh, doing enough. Um, One of the questions in the mailbag, and this is uh, this is a fun one. I I believe we posted photos of my F-16 flight uh, just the other day. Right. Um, And it came up because the the Biden administration is uh, okaying F-16s going to Ukraine after saying that he would never do that. Uh, but I was asked in the uh, in the mailbag um, by Andrew Cox, tell us more about the time you got to fly an F-16. Were you just along for the ride, or did you actually uh, control? I, um, it was 1996, 1996, that's a long time ago now. May 31st, as a matter of fact. And um, <clears throat> I was working at the Pentagon for CNN. We were having dinner with then Air Force Secretary Sheila Widnall, Not a good one. And uh, she asked, hey, have you ever flown a tactical jet? I was with my compatriot there, Jamie McIntyre, CNN Pentagon. Said, no, we haven't. She said, well, we should get you in some jets. And I said, well, we certainly should. And it was just a matter of a few days later, we were down at Moody Air Force Base in South Georgia with the 69th Fighter Squadron, the Werewolves, the Werewolves, 69th Fighter Squadron. And um, and um, now I was in the back seat of the F-16D model, a two-seater, and my pilot was a then captain Gary Bell. Gary Bell, Captain Gary Bell. His uh, call sign was Tinker. Tinker Bell. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together.